Hello, welcome to the Science Gallery podcast channel. I'm curator Tilly Valin, and I am delighted to be bringing you this audio series created by journalism students at the University of Melbourne. These creative humans responded to the themes in Mental, our very latest exhibition. Jump onto our socials and see when you can come on in and see the show for yourself. But right now, settle back and enjoy this audio adventure. Maybe the circus needs talent, just like you. Does anyone want to talk this guy? Oh my god, I'm really sad for his parents. Pray for them. Amen. Be careful. I will find you to knock on your door. Cyberbullying is a growing problem in Australia and around the world. It may be more common than you think. In 2017, one in five young Australians reported being socially excluded, threatened, or abused online. I'm Chris. I'm 21 years old and I was a victim of cyberbullying. Chris is an illustrator living in Adelaide. I got in touch with him through an online support group. He has been attending psychological counseling for more than three years now. Chris is not his real name, but he has asked me to use a pseudonym to protect his identity. Chris has Dolphison. He has been the victim of cyberbullying by strangers on the internet who attacked his appearance. I'm what people would call a little person. Besides that, I'm perfectly normal. I used to be very active on social media. I was trying to be a people person because it made me feel more normal back then. One day a friend of mine sent me this link. Some stranger used my pictures to make memes and what they consider funny posts. I also read a lot of horrible comments about those posts. So what was your feeling at that time? Did you say no to them? Um, I was feeling very upset and helpless, I guess. I used to try to take jokes like that so I could fit in. But when I saw my face attached to other animals' bodies and People were getting entertained by it, as in they were treating me as an object rather than a person with real feelings. That made me feel very, very sad, and I did not know how to deal with them because they were all strangers on the internet. Chris' experience shows the dark side of the internet. Well, strangers who act in despicable ways can keep their identities hidden. But Chris' experience with discrimination began before the age of social media. Well, I was born with my condition. People have always looked at me funny. Back in the days, I could just walk away and I won't see those people again. But the stuff online, they would just stay there forever. Anyone could get access to my private life. Even though I'm not on social media anymore, I always know those posts are still out there and there's nothing I can do about it. The impact of cyberbullying on Chris was severe. It affected him in many aspects of his life and led him to a very dark place. I was very depressed back then. I couldn't sleep properly. I wasn't eating enough either. I 
just didn't have the appetite. Like nothing could excite me at that time. I wasn't seeing any of my friends either, because、uh, I I would just think they would look at me funny. According to the data on cyberbullying by the Journal of Medical Internet Research, young victims of cyberbullying are twice as likely to attempt suicide and self harm. Anyone can be a victim of cyberbullying, and the consequences can be dire. While I was making this story, I discovered Japanese professional wrestler Hana Kimura had died by suicide after being the victim of online harassment and bullying for years. Chris is thankful for the support he had around him when times got tough. I wouldn't say I was suicidal, but when you are in a depression. Your mind would just go there from time to time. Luckily, I had my family behind me. My parents and my brother were always supportive. I couldn't make them go through something like that. Chris came out of the pain gradually. He hopes that cyberbullying can be stopped and more victims can bravely fight it. Stop bullying now and be a true buddy, not a force bully.